There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Quick performance tip from each of you, because this is a performance people podcast, so it's all about how people can improve on a, a daily basis, how they can improve themselves and their lives. Curiosity about how everything works. That's so important. And, um, and come in every day to do something different and to make a difference and achieve something every day. I'm going to take that away with me and put it into practice a on a answer. daily basis. <laughs> sure. I think, you know, be more observant um, of, of culture and trends and, and the, the world around you. you know, keep your eyes open. Um, keep your energy levels up and, uh, and you know, do what you enjoy and, and work really hard at it, you know. Um, I, th- I think that, that would be my, my sort of strongest tips. What I did see was was dad with two, you know, two model makers and two engineers, you know, and what they achieved over a period of time is extraordinary. And and you know, having those basic tools in those days, you didn't have CAD, which you know, mod, you know, created plastic models of what you're designing very very accurately. It was all done by paper and pencil, uh, and the ability to see things in two D, but in three D product. And to be able to hit such precise dimensions and to manufacture something with that performance and quality is astonishing. Um, and it took years, but it was watching, you know, that small team and the belief of all of them, especially Dad, um, and that uh, making it happen, you know, we can do this uh, and, and we're not going to stop until we do it. Um, and we're going to make it the best machine on the market. And watching that drive... Uh, and not giving up, and with the resources they had, was extraordinary. Um, and so I guess I saw that firsthand. I was actually helping build models in summer holidays uh, in their prototypes of the machines. 
Um, and it, it made me realize that, you know, anything was possible. Uh, but it also made me realize how hard you've got to work and you, you just don't give up. And that's what I saw. Quite interesting that you mention about the money side of things as well, because I wonder whether when there is a budget constraint, it makes you more inventive. It, it, you have to be more ingenious about how you approach a problem. Would that be accurate? Yeah, when you haven't got any money, you find a way around it. Mm. You can make it happen. You don't need, well, you need a little bit of money. You don't need much money. Um, I mean, to start with, I had no machines. I had to do everything by hand because I didn't have any money. It was only later that I was able to afford a lathe and proper machinery. You can adapt very easily. Yeah, and, the, and what you said there about perseverance as well and just resilience, it, it strikes me that that is the same across anybody that's in a high-performance role, whatever they might be doing. It's, there are yeah. common traits, aren't there, of performance people? Yeah, it takes a long time. I mean, the British don't like plodders, but we have to do a lot of plodding. And it's because in, in development, you, you don't think of the solution and build it and that's it. You have to develop iteratively. In other words, you make one change at a time to your prototype. Because if you make two changes, you don't know which made the difference. So it's a very um, plodding process, painstaking process, which takes a long time. It can take years. Um, but, and in the end, it looks like a flash of brilliance, but it, which is what the British love. But the British don't admire perseverance and what sticking that, with something. What does that feel like? Like you said, there aren't any shortcuts, but for both of you, I guess, when you've actually found that solution, whatever it might be, how does that feel? Uh, disappointment. <laughs> really? but, but for, for all sorts of reasons, um, mainly because but, but that's done, so that's not a problem I'm bothered with too much. I'm, I'm on to the next one. Yeah. But, but, so yeah. you don't stop and have a glass of champagne, you're straight on to the next one. Yeah. That you're right, sounds you're right. familiar. You, let, you know how you got there, <laughs> so you don't cover old ground, yeah. and, and you know how to make something better. Um, so, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a good start for the next one. But going back to resourcefulness, I mean, um, I remember Dad building a, a vacuum-forming machine um, because, they, they, you know, they were so rare and cost a fortune. So we actually built one which is lethal, you know, it had, uh, you know, radiative uh, coils, you know, and high, high electricity, and uh, you, you put sheets of plastic over it to heat up and then you suction to pull it over a form. It's when he was trying to create the perfect cone. I did and it in the, in the basement of our house because that was it. I needed 50 amp supply. That must be mildly so, terrifying so for everyone it, it in the house. I was absolutely I had to wire it in before cuts. the house supply where the direct mains came in. And I think <laughs> I didn't even pay for the electricity for it because I'd bypass the meter. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it was amazing. And, and, and he was down there for months trying to get that perfect cone. And what about the times when it just wasn't? Because I suppose the times where it doesn't work outweigh by a country mile the times mm. when it does work. So what about personality as well and sort of, you know, actually sort of parking it for a moment and getting on with family life or actually, like you've said previously, sort of enjoying the moments where you've been able to be successful? Mm. Ours is a life of failure. <laughs> I mean, every, every day, you know, you, you have thousands of failures uh, in order to get the one success. Uh, it's, it's a pilgrim's progress to get there. And um, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, failures are actually more interesting than successes. You learn from failures, but success is, well, that's done, and you don't question it. Whereas a failure, you question, and you learn from it. 
Where did you learn that? Did you learn that as a child growing up? I mean, I know education is hugely important to you. Is that something that you you sort of accrued over the years? Or well, is no, it no, it's the opposite. It's, the trouble is, you see, it's the opposite. School tells you you've got to get the right answer yes. straight away. So you're, you're learning the wrong thing at school. And what, what's really important in life is learning from failure. So I've always thought schools should mark the other way around. Those children who fail and who try several things before getting it right are the ones who are really learning through viscerally experiencing it. But unfortunately, the education system set up the other way. There was a time in maths where I think we were actually awarded for working out as opposed to the end answer. And I think that's the only way I managed to pass GCSE maths. My working out had mm. some logical conclusion to it. The answer just wasn't right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so is our but, education system a little bit broken? Um, yeah, I think it is. I think it is by concentrating purely on learning by rote. We're missing out on what education, which is two Latin words, educo, you know, leading people out. You're not teaching them to think, to make mistakes and learn from it. And that's what life is about once you get out of university. It's about, um, you know, you don't get things right. Uh, and we should experiment and try to do something new. And the moment you start doing that, you're going to have lots and lots of failures before you make it work. But education doesn't, unfortunately, doesn't teach you that. I mean, there are jobs where you have to be able to learn things by rote. Law is probably one of them. But for most of us, we've got to create things. We've got but to make something new. But also, it's the, you know, it's the subject and the success of it. I mean, understanding people and reading people is what makes people, you know, successful and achieve great things in this world. No one teaches that. And it all hinges on one exam, you know. And, uh, you know, life doesn't work like that. So I think the way they structure and, and, um, uh, and accredit people uh, in, in performance is completely wrong as well. And, and, and people are misunderstood right from the onset because they're looking at grades and exam results and it doesn't represent them at all. I suppose I mean, actually sport teaches you yes. more at school. Yeah. I think I learned much more from sport than mm. academic academic work because you you know you've got to experiment you've got to learn to work with people you've got to learn to beat people and you will competition fail. competition is really important in life and people won't talk about it now no but it drives you they're the people you've got to beat and it drives improvement it ups your performance but it competition's a dirty word yeah and and to focus on something you enjoy because ultimately you're going to be addicted and work extremely hard at something you enjoy. And, and you know, finding that out at school should be the, the priority. I mean, Dad was skipping into work every single morning um, mm. and had always had a smile on his face because he loved what he was doing. Um, and I understand that too. I was only good at creative subjects, so I really enjoy what I do. Um, so it, it, it just made, it helps you drive harder at it. I think your your mum and your wife, your lovely wife, dear, just said that you your your ambition is always to um, make enough money to pay for the next thing, and that was something mm. she said. But can you ever have imagined having a university? I mean, we're sat mm. in the roundhouse now, which is part of the student mm. accommodation here um, at your Dyson headquarters in the UK. I mean, can you imagine of having a university? Oh, of course not. I didn't imagine any of this, uh, but I, I just did as Jacob says, what I was passionate about. I wasn't thinking of making money. I just wanted to make a better vacuum cleaner. Uh, and 
it, it's sort of built on. I'm a builder, really, as well. That's the other thing. Uh, well, you've been to the house. I mean, I, I enjoy building things. And quite, well, and, you quite literally did all the plumbing and electrics. Yeah, and, and we did actually build one of our houses from couldn't scratch. Afford, couldn't afford a plumber <laughs> <laughs> or an electrician. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.